Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I Have Been Through the Most podcast right here on St. Wins TV. My name is Innocent Sadiki and I'm Millicent <laughs> Mashile. We're super excited to have you. Thanks for joining us. Somebody else is joining us today and we're super excited. Mamuhao Nkosi, who is the author of this amazing book, Think Like the Wealthy, Not the Rich Hon A. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good and how are you? We're We're blessed. blessed. Thank you so much for having me. So obviously there's a reason why you wrote the book and um, just take us through it. Just a brief introduction of it. Okay. Um, I come from a poor background. So I wanted to uh, put something together that helps the people from the background that I come from. Okay. Now you spoke about where you come from, right? Um, mm. And that, you know, your background obviously informed how you got to this conclusion. But I want us to firstly go back. You yeah. know, when you say you didn't grow up in a well-off environment or well-off home, I want us to get into that so that people can relate. Um, and of course, you have the solutions on how to come out of that because you did speak about mindset. But take us through what it was like growing up as Mamuhao. You know, Vusita Megwayo said that... Um, Poverty <laughs> um, is traumatic. So for me, that was a bit traumatic. So the biggest pain for, for us when we were growing up is the actual structure that we were living in. Mm. Uh, we, we were staying in a um, squatter camp, but the, 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 be- the bad thing about it is the fact that uh, because our house was built with b- wooden boards, so it was not a proper structure. So whenever it rained, we would have to sort of wake up if it is at night so that we allow for water to come through because there was no way of stopping the water. And we would go outside and get um, uh, bricks to walk on. So as a result, it was just a very uncomfortable environment, especially if it rained when it cold. So it it was it, it, it was traumatic, I must say. Mm. And also, I remember when I was studying, uh, I was lucky enough to get an opportunity to study. I'll get into that just now. Mm. Uh, when I came home to visit, I found that actually because they are sacrificing for me to go to school, they were eating like bab and cabbage and that's all th- that was available for them. So it, it sort of hit me and made me realize how much of a sacrifice my family is making for me to be able to go to school. So yeah, sure. it was dire poverty. <laughs> when I was, I think about 15, 16, I had a friend. Uh, when I went to visit her, she had her room and she had like, she had a carpet floor, flooring and I, I couldn't believe that you know, she was, she had her own space and it was nice. And then I realized that I, something is not right <laughs> yeah. with the way I, I, yeah. I grew up. Um, even though you could say I, I had to have some kind of a, a room or a corner because I was the only girl. Mm. But the fact that it was just not properly livable because of those situations I, I spoke about, it made it, you know... Um, a lot uncomfortable so that's when I, I started being determined to study hard and want to you know get out of that environment 
how many were you staying in that home that was made from from the wooden planks like you said okay so it was a whole family my mom my dad and my two younger siblings mm -hmm. and i was the oldest so it consists of you know once we come back from school uh, we would have to make fire uh, with um, we had those uh, small stoves <laughs> we had to make fire and we had no water so uh, there was a, a section a little bit further where water was only available at 2 a.m. So sure. we would sleep and then at 2 we would have to wake up and get uh, drums to go and, and get the water. My brother and I were the, the, the ones who would go get the water and then come back. And then that's the water that we we're gonna use. Until why? Tomorrow. Why was the water available only at two a.m.? I don't know. It, I, I think perhaps the the services were not were not brought in that oh, area oh, yet. Okay, okay. So I think that must have been the reason. But yeah, it was a bit hectic. We 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 sort of got used to knowing that two o'clock we're waking up, we're going to get water uh, at this other section. Yeah. And then you come back and, and you go back to bed. You have to try and get back to bed because tomorrow morning you have to go to school. Mm, so, sure. Okay. Yeah, Talking was. about schooling, um, you are quite an academic <laughs> and you are very <coughs> determined to get through school. I think a lot of people, you know, when you come from a disadvantaged background, you sort of get discouraged, yes. right? And sometimes it affects your academic performance, you know, but you, you used it it as a motivation yes. as something to work harder so what then happened before we get to the fact that you went to varsity and your family you know sacrificed for you but for you to even get to the point where you get to varsity you must have really worked hard yeah i think that became a drive I, somehow i was able to believe that through school and being successful there is going to help take me out of that environment mm. and of course we grew up with our parents drumming it into into our heads that if you want to get mm. out of here school education is the only mm. way that can help you so you I, I study hard I remember at one point I didn't have a study table or a way of you know I had to go get bricks outside and uh, a crates, bread crates to mm. create a study table and put like a nice uh, newspaper yeah. thing that was my tablecloth <laughs> and then yeah I, I, I used that to study, my metric I studied there with a, a, a lamp we had uh, paraffin lamps mm. so I studied using paraffin lamps and then yeah, that's Girl, how you made it work. My... And you passed your You made it work. Yes, and you made it. With an <laughs> exemption. And yes. you got a buzzery. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't I didn't know yeah. enough to apply for a buzzery, which is mm -hmm. another sad thing about our community. So when time came for me to go to school, I didn't know what, what, what was going to happen. Mm. Luckily, a friend of my mom's had a house because for a, a bank to, to borrow you uh, money or study loan, they need to have a house that they can use as collateral. So the lady agreed that we use her house as collateral for me to get a loan. That's how I was mm. able to put my foot into school. And then when I got there, I learned that, oh, okay, there's NFSAS can't 
you see yes <laughs> that was a shock to me but yeah um, and that's why i i give back to the 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 schools that are uh that i i normally go to uh, at, during my spare time mm. to also educate them that there's actually resources out there that for, are available that are mm. available for for students to 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 study further so that also became my drive to wanna educate the people of that comes behind me that is the reason why i i i, I go back to to the township schools where i sort of teach them how uh, how to apply how to you know or actually make uh, give them information mm. when there's you know when we're sharing to say there's a buzzer here then make it available to them because some of them because of the poverty environment they don't have computers they yeah. don't have this they don't have that so we also assist sometimes with that yeah. so so that that's awesome well done for that Love firstly <laughs> just you. going back to your school so you get this loan, you get to school, mm-hmm. you are coming from a different background than the other kids. You don't have probably as much money as they do for mm-hmm. buying food. Mm-hmm. How was it um, being a student? Did things change a bit um, or did you still experience some bit of, you know, I can't afford this, I can't get this, I can't get this. The clothes, the food, you know, the lifestyle, it's the cell phones, it's the laptops. How did you fit into this new environment and how was it for you? Well, I started a long time ago, so cell phones and laptops take it out. Oh, oh so there's no, there's no such because yeah. university these days is as well, right? and everything, yeah. No, um, there were a lot of us actually who were poor so i sort of felt a bit like i was fitting in and as a result unfortunately i failed <laughs> at some point yeah wait so your family is so excited just, that just this one is gonna save children. us yes. we are literally putting all our coins to make sure you save us from poverty and then i i felt like i i speak about this journey in yes my book and how from that failing Yes, and uh, 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 losing focus, and then going back to that poverty again. That again reminded me why Mm. I I I was there in the first place. Okay, let's wait. Okay, before we get there. Yes. (laughs) So why did you fail? So you you spoke about losing focus. So what were you focused on that made you fail? I was playing volleyball a lot. (laughs) So. Love it for you, girl. Love the sports part. (laughs) But did you? Were you that excited for volleyball? Besides, we never really were exposed to facilities, most Mm. like sports. We never uh, get an got an opportunity of focusing on team environment. So Mm. all of that was very new to me. I also went to church, like SCF at Teshari and stuff like that. So you know, I was busy. <laughs> with the wrong things, <laughs> so <clears throat> because I I I never had this 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 environment. So to also answer your question, to say, I still did feel poor in terms of not being able to afford all all, all, all the nice things, but having people around me that almost you know in the same situation. It, it did feel like home, which is why when we're, you know, lying to each other to say, no, let's join volleyball, we went. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I I got fascinated with the sport and then I, I lost focus. My second year, I failed. So you got then, 
so, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Did you get NFSAs to find I you? I get NFSAs. I got a loan. Ne? Yes. And then the second semester, then I got NFSAs. And right? then you fail. So what happens when you fail? I lost NFSAs? everything. I, get re- I went back home. And then... So That's what was that like, having to oh, face your family and say... I was so disappointed say, with, on myself. I was so disappointed. I could not even face that lady who had her house, mm. you oh. know, because now it, it's a disaster. Who does that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> with one small opportunity that they got. But anyway, like I'm saying, I speak about the journey. Mm. And when I eventually, I prayed to say, God... If you give me one more chance to go back, I promise I will make use of it. So luckily, one day, I just mm. stood up and told my parents I'm going back to school. And you should see the shock on their faces. Yeah. What are you going to be studying with? And I'm like, all you need to do is give me taxi money. I'll sort myself out. Love the faith. Shock, so, girl. <laughs> Come so on. I went there. Luckily, a friend of mine... Um, had uh, a, a job so i was able to to get a job and and work during registration so as a result i did not only get money to study i was able to sort of uh, be one of the few people who can choose their rooms and you know so yeah i went back but obviously mm. i was much more determined mm. and in the book i talk about all the lessons i learned uh, from that period mm. and even not knowing the determination or even the word determination the fact that i stood up and went there and got an opportunity because if I had stayed at home, mm-hmm. that job would have gone to someone else. You know? mm-hmm. so, so you worked <coughs> and paid for yourself and took care of yourself. Yes. Did you pass? Oh, yes, I did. Pass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did pass and got my, my diploma. And mm-hmm. then the struggle was now to start looking for, for a job. job. Yeah. Isn't that the reality, right? Yeah. Because we all think just going to varsity is this breakthrough oh, yeah. and then you go to varsity and then you graduate and then you're like but where's the breakthrough because yeah, i'm framing true. the diploma in the shack can i get a job yeah <laughs> so that's what i teach as well uh, at the school to say mm. that uh, remember your journey has to be championed by you mm-hmm. because the the school will take you nefsa uh, will take you through school after that you must find a job you must be not not the person that waits for promotions mm-hmm. or wait for mm-hmm. increases yeah. mm-hmm. and all of that. You must go out there and hustle. Did you, know? you go out there and hustle? Did you get the when job? When I was looking for a job, yes, yes, I was going from one construction company to the next looking for an opportunity until someone uh, felt sorry for me, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then took me in. And then that's when I got my, experiment, my, my, my experience. Because another thing with a diploma, you don't get to graduate unless you get a year's experience. The adequate experience, yeah. yeah. So I got my experience, then I graduated. And that was the best time for my family. From mm. the shack, we drove to, to to the school for my graduation. Oh. So that was <laughs> a proud moment for us. So, yeah, we started. I Look, I speak about a lot of things, black tags. I speak about um, how from the little money that I had, I had to assist in building a house at home and all of that. So the idea as well is so that 
the generation that comes after us don't have to go through things like those you yeah. know they need to start from a better footing and for that to happen we need to make better decisions Absolutely. at this age so yeah i wow. love it Do you know what, what i i, nice I what i love up. about your story i love the fact that you know you mentioned well in my own words what i heard is that nobody's coming to save you. Oh, yeah. You mm. need to get up and go. Yes, it doesn't definitely. matter what situation it is. From the first time you went back to school, made a decision to get up. You got up and looked for that job. You got up and looked. You understand? Because yeah. she, every, took, she took charge of her life. She took charge of her life and you have to be in charge of changing your own narrative. Determination, determination, determination. And nothing going to stop you. So where are you now? <laughs> Tell us about your qualification, Miss <laughs> Author. So, yeah, um, right now, uh, between me and my husband, we have about 10 properties. You! Uh, yeah, that Love we're it. renting out, and two lands that we're planning to build uh, mm. um, uh, units on them. Mm. So, essentially, my path for wealth will be through property. But at the same time as well, I try and sort of teach. I I use uh, the school platforms to sort of give back uh, the that information. And the, the reason I go to schools is because I'm giving them the information that I wish someone could have had. Had, had given to me. Education about money in school, they don't teach you that. And mm. also the fact that you, know, you go to school, you get a diploma degree, get a job. People think that is it. This is what the middle class is. Mm. And I, my definition of a middle class is being stuck between <laughs> where, yeah. you know, your childhood education and pension. So mm. in order for us to take ourselves from that environment and, you know, elevate our, our lives a lot better is to see a job as just a one of the income streams. Yes. And that way you determine your own value by getting more uh, income streams. Love and it. then streams of income. I yeah, really love because, that. I really, yeah. really love that. I think maybe just um, um, in closure, you can tell people where to get the book, but I think it's a very inspirational story. I'm yeah. so glad we could have you here today. Mm-hmm. I think so many of us can relate. So many people can find strength and hope in your story. Where can we find your book? Um, the book is now only available at Amazon mm-hmm. uh, we used to uh, use uh, take a lot but we, we pull it but people can can buy directly fro- from me okay. I can give my number and yeah um, it's cheaper anyway to buy from me <laughs> Amazon takes a while okay. so, yeah. but it is available from Amazon mm. and from the website as well awesome. um, okay. uh, m- m- my website for, okay. for the book yeah. so you're an engineer now well, I'm a, I, I went into project management. That's mm. where my accreditation is. Okay. Yeah, so I work in construction. Yeah. Awesome. Love yeah. it for you. Woo, what an episode. Right. <laughs> right. I am so inspired for wealth, not just for riches, because we're trying to create generational wealth. Um, it is a mindset thing. Change your mindset. If it's possible with her, it can be possible with you. Remember to subscribe, guys. Roll to 200k subscribers. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Um, we'll see you on the next one. God bless. From Innocent, myself, Millicent, and Mamuha Ngosi, it's bye for now. Bye. Bye.